who knows what Christmas is all about? Sure, Charlie Brown. I can tell you what Christmas is all about. Lights, please. And there were in the same country shepherds, abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them. And the glory of the Lord shone round about them. And they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not. For behold, I bring you tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God, and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. That's what Christmas is all about, Charlie Brown. still got it it's been a journey but we make it back for is it really the podcast that challenges popular opinions about movies i'm brandon sharp i'm zachary smith michaels and i'm mitchell dupree (laughs) and tonight we're looking for a christmas tree and asking what's the meaning of christmas charlie brown you know i didn't ask who wants to do the synopsis tonight it is a poem so i think mitch should do it there you go i would love to do that Christmas time is here. But the reason for the season? (laughs) Unclear. Charlie Brown wonders what's so great about the December 25th date. That was awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I can't wait to dive in to Hmm. this movie. It's one of my favorites. But first, guys, hello. Hi. It's been so long. That was so good. I mean, obviously, we're in communications. We still talk. We still, you know, we're still friends. But yeah. But what do you guys, what have you guys been doing? What are you, what are you watching (laughs) since this is a movie? But what are you watching? Television included. Podcast content. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I got engaged. Zach got engaged. Zach is engaged. Yeah, that's what um, happens when we stop releasing a, a weekly people podcast. People get married. Is, yes. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah. Wow. Uh, I'm, I'm in the middle of directing a show, which by the time this episode is released, that'll have been done. So there might be a live link to, to that. What am I watching? Nothing new. Uh, just Survivor and I'm um, rewatching Atlanta because mm. they just dropped the trailer for season three a few days ago. Excellent. So looking forward to that. And yeah, just a lot of uh, Christmas movies. I watched The Bishop's Wife for the first time with my in-laws to be. That was a was an experience. Oh, my sister <laughs> loves The Bishop's Wife. That's the Whitney Houston one, right? No, that's The Preacher's Wife, which is a remake. Uh, it's, it's Cary Grant and very, yeah. Oh, well, I mean, if it's anything like The the Preacher's Wife, it's bad. It's a bad movie. <laughs> <laughs> I can't speak to The Preacher's Wife. I've not seen it, but yeah. yeah. Most of the time when a movie is like built on the strength of we have this pop singer i'm like uh oh <laughs> not <Yeah>. for me <laughs> yeah. brandon what have you what, what have you been up to my man you know my kids 
It's, it's just, I know it's, Aww. I know I spend most of my time on our episodes talking about my kids, but it's, it's true. They I'm always talking about, I know kids. it's so annoying, <laughs> so annoying, but when is he going to stop? I love my time with them and I've got my oldest in preschool now and she's, she's Ooh. loving that. She's having, she's doing so well, man. I'm, that's awesome. Aww. Such a proud Papa bear. Please continue calling yourself Papa Ben third person. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Uh, I love that they have, if you're, you have a child in the preschool, they actually have you walk them to the door, their classroom door, not just pull up and kick them out of your car. And, you know, you actually walk them in the building to the door. So it's, it's kind of nice. I get to show my face and see her teacher. You know, it's just, I don't know. It, it kind of helps a, person of parent rather familiarize themselves mm. with yeah. the school. So it's, it's kind of cool. I like that they do that. Even though I was, I was annoyed about it when I heard that that was their policy. Cause like, dang yeah. on it. I'm going to have to get myself showered and, you know, <laughs> get the twins ready, like completely ready out of the car unless made. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it's been, it's been really I was nice. going to slow down to 10 and say, hop out. <laughs> yeah. I was going to uh, be eating a McMuffin and just kick him out the side. <laughs> I think that's really sweet because you are leaving your kids there for a long time, right? Like, yes, you would want to feel some sort of security and know who they are. Right. Totally. Totally. Take a little ownership. Um, I also really like I heard at that school, they give every parent a pot of honey and start calling them Papa Bear and Mama Bear. So (laughs) Mitch, you tell. Well, I have started a thriving freelancing business for social media for some uh, nonprofits and stuff on the side. Oh, so that's what I did with my extra time. Um, by thriving, I mean, I have two clients, well, but Hey, it's, it's, it's building slowly. So excellent. So that's nice. been good. You know, uh, doing worship band at the church. That's lots of fun doing all the Christmassy things. Looking forward to maybe going down to union station, which is our big train station here in Kansas mm. city. And it's, very decorated and and that's very exciting and what i've been watching a lot of oh. a uh, a lot of D, so a lot of D podcasts d20 mm. stuff like that brandon you sounded like you had something you want to say i didn't you i want, didn't say oh. what i'm watching I, but no 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 you, oh, yeah. you, you, go, you go you go you go a lot on apple tv finished yeah. ted lasso oh, heck yeah. uh the found the foundation which is a really good like sci-fi series that's mm-hmm. really good i did the morning show uh binged through that you know survivor as well current season is very good shan just yeah. went home who knows what's gonna happen spoiler i didn't you know. know that yeah well too bad you know snooze you lose <laughs> stay current stay current this is stay current i or go get away to celebrate thanksgiving with my family and I yeah that's what you get hey i i paused thanksgiving for survivor like a real fan <laughs> we know Brandon, what, what have you been watching you know what happened i was gonna say since we stopped recording on a regular basis we stopped recording the movie podcast i have actually made it back to the movie theater mm. you know it's strange yeah. how that happened you know i i just hadn't you know, there was there was plenty of opportunities, but kind of with everything shut down and then opening back up. And I was like, man, there's so much great content on all these streaming platforms. And I think I finally I took the plunge with the new Bond movie. And what do you think of that? Um, I don't think it's a Bond movie. I, I thought it was OK. I liked it fine. I just didn't it didn't feel like a Bond movie to me. But mm. um, anyway, that's neither here nor there. There's been some good things. I've got my Spider-Man tickets. So I'm. Yeah. excited about that i'm so excited about that uh-huh. spider-man 
I'm so excited to go see the Bad Matrix movie. Oh, <laughs> <I'm> so, <laughs> me too. I'm so excited for um, West Side Story, except for Ansel Elgort. Mm, <laughs> so yeah, a lot out. of movies I'm excited to see. Well, guys, what is your favorite Christmas movie? Well, if the three of us talk about that, that might be a little boring. I wonder if we could throw it over to Facebook, maybe. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well Kayla Fanoff said, can I pick three? And Zach, you were mm. quite gracious and said, yes, Kayla, because please. I was going to say no. You could. Yeah, you would. Because oh, the definition of favorite is one. <laughs> this isn't MySpace friends rules where you pick a top five. Well, listen, it's been a while since we uh, threw something over to Facebook. So I was like, are we going to get engagement? Maybe we. Hey, we got lots of good. But lots of good stuff Danielle, here. I mean, yeah, I'm kidding, up. Kayla. She we said, loved your, we loved uh, your Of course, I'm being, yeah. I'm being facetious. Miracle on 34th Street is probably her ultimate favorite. Same. If she had. Here's what I'll say about that. It's a great Thanksgiving time, like way to start the season. Uh I agree. I mean, the Thanksgiving Day parade is how the movie Mm -hmm. starts. I completely agree. Perfect way to start the season. Very Christmas with a capital C. Like it just gets you in the mood. You know, Richard Attenborough. Or if you like the old school Did she? Which one did she say? We don't know. We don't know. Zach says probably the original, but I don't. I'm with. I'm the Richard Attenborough fan though i'm Absolutely. i'm the new the 90s i'm the edmund gwynn we know i'm know. the matilda yes yeah. <laughs> I'm the Natalie give me, woods give uh. me the matilda and cj craig or give me death uh, oh i always give forget me maureen o'hara and edmund gwynn allison janney's fantastic no one knows that. who these people are but we all know who <laughs> matilda is and her pancakes uh, <laughs> she also loves home alone and a christmas story Excellent. Oh my gosh, guys! I I did a terrible thing over the Thanksgiving break. Did you watch the remake of Home Alone? Yeah, I watched it. You know, I've been yeah, waiting for you. It. I've been waiting. I know. I I've, I've been saving myself. I've been waiting. I I took the bullet for you guys. Is it like, terrible? It's so bad. And I'm and again, like I, I, it's kind of one of those things where like when. When people talk about they don't like Ghostbusters, I remember someone said, well, it's too bad. This is the first bad Ghostbusters we've ever gotten. Like, it's kind of like that. I'm like, there's been a lot of bad Home Alones. But like this one. Name one. Uh, Home Alone three, Which Home is, Alone four, the one that Mitch started on. Home, Excuse you, Home Alone three. We've had this conversation. It's great. <laughs> okay, fine. Home Alone four, taking back the house. Home okay, Alone yeah. five, fine, fine. Uh, and and this He's one, it up wasn't these titles, by the way. <laughs> this one, though, the problem was it wasn't like aggressively bad. It was just like it felt like Disney's like, oh, we own Fox. I guess that means we have to do a, a Home Alone, right? Um here it is okay here's that cute kid mm. from that one jojo movie. rabbit yeah uh can is we all take turns is? pitching home alone sequel titles i'm gonna start home alone six um the house always wins <laughs> <laughs> home alone seven smart house <laughs> that's the theme of home alone four See, though, I, so. I always felt like when we do uh, the we do the sequels it has to coincide with fast and furious titles right it's got to be <laughs> Home two, seven to yes. something to something and yeah that's true. something drift you know it's got home to alone yeah <laughs> <laughs> the fate of the home Michael Williams White Christmas and It's a Wonderful Life two absolutely I mean could be up yeah. there for a couple of the greatest Christmas movies of all time I feel like It's a Wonderful Life is is my Christmas Eve one yeah It's a Wonderful Life is interesting because it's a little bit of a downer. 
Yeah. You know, like yeah. it's very depressing, but it is definitely top three for me. Uh, yeah. White Christmas is top two. So yeah. like, yeah, it's these are these are my favorites mm. as well. I love White Christmas. Goodness. Mm. Goodness. Um, even though like you rewatch that as an adult and you're like, oh, whoa, there's minstrel show references in here. Uh Oh, yeah. but yeah, wonderful, wonderful music and dancing. Olivia Absolutely. Bender says, meet me in St. Louis and the Grinch. Now I'll say this. I was a little skeptical on meet me in St. Louis. I was like, I don't know. That it's doesn't cute. seem like a Christmas movie to me. No, I would say it's classic. It's classy. Uh, Ju- Judy Garland singing, you know, have yourself a merry little Christmas. Yeah, it's great. That will put you in the mood for Christmas. Hmm. So mm-hmm. give it a shot if you haven't done it. Mm-hmm. Nothing puts me in the mood for Christmas like a Stephen Curtis Chapman concert. And he's coming <laughs> to the area again. I'm going to miss him this time, though. Are you coming for my for my for my show now, Brandon? <laughs> <laughs> the Muppet Christmas Carol from Margaret yes. Catella. That's yes. a that's a good one. Yeah. I'm a yeah. Mickey's Christmas Carol, though. Oh, I, like I love it Mickey, too. but yeah. I, I like Muppets more. Really? Yeah. Me too. I think that's t- one of the best Muppet movies. Okay. Um, Hands down. Yeah. And it's easily the best version of a Christmas Carol. Oh, so. well, mm-hmm. consider me yeah, uh, intrigued. Well, I watched the Zemeckis one, the Jim Carrey one last oh, no, year. Right. And Wolf. Yeah, well, it was just like, uh, yeah, the animation is terrible, but. It's like a dark story. They like went straight from the like original the source Dickens. material. And then rewatching the Muppets one, similar to It's a Wonderful Life, like it gets dark. The ghost yes. of Christmas past stuff. It gets dark and future. It like it, it's not afraid to go there, but then it gets to like soar at the end with your spirits. Whereas I feel like the Mickey's Christmas Carol, because it's, you know, animated in 45 minutes, it can't go all the way into the depths of its own soul. Mm-hmm. But I also don't want a Mickey Christmas movie to do that. So just Oh, I, think I was thinking Mickey, things. the movie where it's like three little once upon a Christmas. That's once upon a Christmas. I love. It's good. I don't think I've seen Mickey's Christmas Carol, oh. so I'll have to give that a try. Yeah, it's forty-five yeah. minutes. Yeah, it's good. It's perfect. I like it. If you have yeah. kids, that's perfect. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna skim down here. Jimmy Funky Fresh Shoes came in real <laughs> hot and heavy with the Christmas friend shoes. Of the podcast. He is a friend of the podcast. And I feel um, like with the Christmas shoes, he was, Christmas shoes. I feel like he was Jimmy? cracking a joke here. Yeah, of, yes. too, Jimmy. Are you going for a laugh, Jimmy? Mm-hmm. Hey, to... let's stop making fun of um of Rob, <laughs> not Rob, Rob Schneider, Rob Lowe, not Rob Thomas, Rob Lowe. Rob Lowe. <laughs> Sir, I wanna buy these shoes. Oh gosh, it's three a.m. I must be lonely. <laughs> um, no, let's mm. let's not let's not make fun of poor Rob Lowe. He's been hit enough, hasn't he? Yeah, <laughs> poor guy. He's, he's, <laughs> Yeah, he's 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 been through a lot. <laughs> yeah. Well, is it even possible to discuss Charlie Brown without talking about the iconic music involved in this movie? I think one thing about that question is the music in Christmas movies is crucial. I feel like yeah, it's a absolutely it's a crucial part of a Christmas movie. Yeah. Well, the the second that you say Charlie Brown Christmas, the first thing that pops into my head is the before I think of any lines of dialogue, it's the music. It's that opening shot of my skinny with the jazz, Christmas yeah. time is yeah. here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like and just in general, you say Charlie Brown. The first thing I think of is so I mean, it's like. Yeah, it's like synonymous with the show. The scoring is so 
so interesting and unique. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It's just such a great choice that they made with that. I don't, no. I don't know how, I mean, I guess it's that way with a lot of the peanuts movies. It's, it's all Vince Guaraldi. Yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. it, like a lot of, this is the one I'm most familiar with. So the mm-hmm. Thanksgiving and the Halloween one each have like a good song a piece yes. that's memorable. Yeah. But like, yeah, th- this one, the whole soundtrack, little birdie. Stop this. <laughs> that's from yeah. the Thanksgiving one. I think <laughs> it is. Yes, it is. Christ- <laughs> Christmas one. You got skating. Oh, oh gosh. You know what I mean? Yeah. So many good ones. Christmas time is here. You got, mm-hmm. yeah. Linus and Lucy. Yeah. It just goes on and on and on. Mm hmm. The Christmas tree. Sure. Plus yeah. the Beethoven, mm-hmm. the, um, was it for Elise he plays or, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. There you go. or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If there's yeah. one thing we left behind when we left behind all the bad things of the middle of the century, it's smooth jazz. Yeah. And I miss smooth jazz. We could have, mm-hmm. we could have taken that. Mm-hmm. You can leave polio, but I'll take smooth <laughs> jazz. <please. laughs> it's the first Christmas like record that I, that I drop mm-hmm. when, well, no, it's, mm, it's, I mean, it's up there for I me. Should, like it's, it's, it's number two. I, it's em- number my first one? one is embarrassing. I don't want to say, no. say it, but <sighs> say it. it's, it's Seth MacFarlane's holiday for swing. Oh, <laughs> I think I worked with you when you purchased that. I thought it was going to be like a joke and I bought it like, oh yeah, this would be funny. And it's like really good. <laughs> I like it a lot. I think Charlie Brown Christmas might be like one of the best Christmas soundtracks. Like oh, Christmas like CDs, yes. albums, yeah. period. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Is up there. Yeah. Is up there. Well, it's been over 50 years since America met the Peanuts gang. Why have these characters endured? One, who doesn't love Peanuts? Two, neuroses. Hmm. Neuroses actually might be a more serious answer because you know what I mean? Like it's it's kid (laughs) stuff, but Charlie is like in his head and in a very relatable way. I don't know, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I, the, the opening, yeah, like in his head is exactly right. The opening scene of all the Charlie Browns in the world, you're the Charlie Browniest. Browniest. Hit, like, it's just like a gut punch. He doesn't elaborate what he means by that, but we all know what he means. Yeah. We yeah. all know. Yeah. And, I just feel like everyone's having fun. They're throwing snowballs, they're catching snowflakes, and he's walking around trying to figure out why he's not happy at Christmas time. Why am I not having as good a time as everyone else? Mm-hmm. And it, like just so contemplative and and emo even. I don't know. I just I feel like it's a it's it's a <laughs> It's just like a real, like, it's a Charlie Brown thing, you know? (laughs) Emo Charlie Brown is very good, sorry. (laughs) This might seem like like a dig or like I'm I'm talking trash. I'm not. But I think that what makes Peanuts maybe stand out is that it's kind of riddled with imperfections. And when I say that, like, you see some spots for the animation, like, you know, it, it's it's very fun and classic, but there are spots where it's like, it wasn't like state-of-the-art technology. No. Like, you could tell it's mm-hmm. like, it's on a budget. And some of the voice acting in a lot of places, you could tell like, they got one take out of this kid and mm-hmm. this is the best one that they've got. Mm-hmm. And like, sometimes the sound isn't that great. But because all that's there, I feel like so often when we watch this old media, there's like this sense of like, well, every single thing about this is perfect and you have to respect it and you can't like, say anything bad about it but because charlie brown is so like simple and it's deliver and it's delivery and there are you know moments that are imperfect i think that that 
can sometimes make it more engaging in a lot of ways because you're just allowed to watch it and there's not a sense of like behold the masterpiece that is it's just like here it is yeah it has a real homespun quality Mm -hmm. to it for sure yeah yeah I'd also say like it's really well written. Like it's Absolutely. funny. Like they all have so many like, oh, real man. estate this is what I want for Christmas. Like that makes me laugh every time, you know? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and and I mean not a hundred percent, but like rewatching it yesterday, especially after just teaching, I was like, Oh, there are kids who still talk like this. Like there are still Lucy type kids and Sally type and like these like types of you know, characters are still around in, in real life too, which is, I think that's, it's impressive. Lucy cracks me up. Lucy or Sally? Sa- which one is his sister? Sally. 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 Um, because the voice actress has that like real sing-songy middle mm-hmm. of the century. I yep. was looking for you, big brother. And I'm mm-hmm. like, are you a kid? <laughs> or like a crooner <laughs> on, <laughs> on break on a cruise ship. But yeah, the, the jokes, I'm going to keep going back to, the, back to the jokes. So what do you want for Christmas? How about 10s and 20s? Like that's, it's cute. <laughs> it's broad. But I feel like for the time it came out too, like that may have been like a little subversive, you know? Mm-hmm. So mm. um, oh, I don't know. It's, it's the writing. They? Yeah. <laughs> oh, speaking of the jokes, I love when Lucy is talking to Schroeder and she's like, can you play Jingle Bells? And he like keeps doing it. And then finally he just. Ding, 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 yeah. <laughs> just simplifies it for. Yeah, and absolutely. Those notes on whatever they played that on to get that take. are It's so distinctive. I was at a store the other day. And I heard ding, 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 ding. And I was like, oh, that's from Peanuts for sure. It was like exactly the same. But somehow they've made that just super simplified version of Jingle Bells last like all this time. It's crazy. Um, I also feel like they're doing fresh things now. Like if we're talking about Peanuts and how it's endured, we still watch the old stuff. They're doing new, fresh things with Peanuts now. Like Apple's doing a ton of stuff, and there was oh, yeah. there was the movie that came out a handful of years ago, and uh, we've talked about that a l- little bit when we were referencing some different animation styles. But one of the things they did was make sure they got the feel of that classic animation, and I I feel like they are trying to keep the essence of like the original peanuts comics when they create new things. And, um, it's precious. It's like a, it's a precious piece of IP and my kids now are watching all that. They love all the new stuff. So it's, it's really, it's kind of a big deal in our house. One of yeah, my favorite my, things was when Zach saw the the new Peanuts movie when we were working together. <laughs> I was like, what'd you think of the new Peanuts movie? He's like, yeah, I really liked it. Except for that dance scene at the end where the movie's like, do your dance, Charlie Brown. The, Meg- the Megan Trainer song, right? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you mean Megan the Stallion song. They did. No, I'm kidding. No, to this day, <laughs> yeah. I still think that in my head sometimes. Do your dance, Charlie Brown. <laughs> I, well, Brandon, to kind of to echo what you were saying, my, my nephew-to-be called and was like freaking out because at the library, he found this book, which was like Snoopy Goes to Tokyo or something. Huh. And he was, and like, he's six, but he was like, do you guys like Snoopy? Like, he's so funny. Like, I love Snoopy. Man. And we're like, yeah, man. Like, uh uh-huh. You got it. Well, and that's, that's really a testament to Charles Schultz. I mean, just, this is, 
something there's there are very few things that people like just are that far apart and there's fans that are like young yeah. kids nowadays you know watching some of the same things that they were watching was it back in the, the 70s or was it earlier than that i think this was 60s. 65 yeah so yeah. i mean it's yeah you don't have kids things. going like you don't have kids going mom i love the way fred astaire dances uh-huh. Mom, I love the Lorax. I mean, they made that Lorax movie, but uh, the kids don't care for it. I mean, That's no. even if I get out, even if I play, I think HBO has like, you know, so you can get some classic Jetsons on there or yeah, like, no. and even if I play some of that stuff, th- my kids are not into it like they are Peanuts, you know, the, the Charlie Brown gang. So I don't know. It's really it's really something. Yeah. Well, you were watch some of those other ones, and they're much more tied to the time. I rewatched oh, yeah. Flintstones recently. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, whoa, this is all about the the gender politics of the middle mm-hmm. of the century. <laughs> like the episode was like, um, they so someone calls on the rock phone to Velma and is like giving measurements, I'm like give those to Fred for me. And I'm like, what is this show for children? Excuse, and she thinks he's cheating. And I'm like, is this a kid's cartoon? Goodness gracious! <laughs> is yeah, the secret to a kid show lasting having a dog at the forefront because I'm thinking about Scooby Doo and Scooby Doo like, holds up. Yeah, Scooby Doo is up. just like freak of the week mystery. Dumb. You know, boom. I don't like Underdog though, and I That's don't like um, the one who talks like this. Oh, uh, um, Droopy, Droopy Dog, yeah. Droopy Dog, me, Droopy Dog. <laughs> Everyone do a Droopy Dog Charlie right Brown. now. Go, no, Droopy no, thank Dog, you. <laughs> Droopy. Play my yes, game. and Brandon. Yes, and Droopy uh. Dog. <laughs> what do you do the rest of the episode as Droopy Dog until <laughs> until you play? Yeah. <laughs> Well, guys, final question. What makes this story so powerful? I feel like Christmas movies just kind of run the gamut with story, theme, tone, genre. You know, we've got comedies, we've got romance, we've got some darker stuff. We've, you know, what this very, this 30 minute movie, what makes it so powerful? What makes it worth watching again and again? I feel like a Charlie Brown Christmas is ba- is a lot like the Grinch, but if the Grinch didn't steal everybody's stuff and had the the Christmas story read to him, so nothing you know, like it's the very Grinch. like you know. Well, I mean, it kind of has like that similar and yes, difference yes. on a snowflake, and yeah, right. Or, yeah, but like, kind of the setup of like like we talked about when we did the Grinch episode. Like, we can all relate one way or another to maybe like being exhausted by the holiday season in mm-hmm. one way or another, right. or, you know, or by the, the commercialism. That's what I mean more so when I compare it to right. something like the Grinch no, absolutely, or absolutely. Yeah, yep. or like a, or a, um, what's the one? Um, we just talked about a Christmas Carol, stuff like that. Right. Like we can all relate to the Christmas season being distorted for us in some way. And I think that to see it done through such a lens of innocence, you know, with these characters who are, I don't want to say oblivious because that sounds dismissive, but just like this genuine, like, why am I, you know, what am I upset about? Why why am I sad? I don't even know what I'm upset about. And it just takes like kind of blocking out the noise and re 
focusing on like what is important to me mm-hmm. and like why does this season mean something to me personally and i think we can all you know relate to looking into our hearts and you know remembering why we love the things that we love yeah 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 i mean i i track with that comparison because yeah it's it's very much about like commercialism and you know that sort of existential kind of questioning a lot of us feel at the holiday i think that's it's the the way it's framed in charlie ron christmas i don't want to be too like overwrought about the way i'm expressing this but i do think it's more like the existential dread of the holidays sure. and a little bit where like Grinch is beautiful. I love Grinch, but like something like Grinch is m- much more like, it's not about the presence yes. like yeah. this, you know yep. what I mean? Like this, this is much more like I personally, maybe even like emotionally or psychologically or spiritually feel some sort of like ennui and like mm-hmm. frustration and like, a sense of comparison to the people around me. And I know how I'm supposed to feel. I think that's a really like beautiful sentiment for a kid's cartoon. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, cause a lot of us feel that way, you know, like I'm like, Oh gosh, I'm just kind of bummed. Maybe it's, you know, <laughs> the shorter days. I don't know, but I'm depressed. Right. Uh, I kind of like that. It's like if Cindy Lou, who were the main character of the Grinch and was kind of depressed, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. that's Charlie Brown Christmas <laughs> and it's good. Yeah. Yeah, I, I feel like I, I completely agree. There is this like other layer and most of the movie centers around Charlie trying to find happiness in like traditional Christmas things, you know, and maybe I need to get involved in a play. You know, is it throwing snowballs? How come I haven't gotten a Christmas card yet? You know, like we all know what <laughs> we all know what that's like, though. Like, well, maybe maybe you guys don't. But like, I don't no, know. I like do. if if I'm not getting as many Christmas cards as everyone else, I don't you know, like, I don't know. Maybe that's kind of an old thing. But you get Christmas cards. I do like <laughs> how the final like the last ditch effort is we need a Christmas tree. And I, th- I think mm-hmm. the culmination of this movie is that like one failure after another and you've got the linus showstopper you know and i don't i don't feel like i'm being cliche here when i'm saying like it's the most powerful part of the movie for me like to hear a kid a child by the way the best linus voice acting out of any of the movies is this is this kid sure Um, sure. it's it's just so powerful to hear a small child recite Luke two like that. And, you know, as a Christian, I'm, I'm thinking, you know, that's exactly what I need to hear. I need to hear Luke two read like that to me to remind me what Christmas is all about. Now, maybe that's not what Christmas is all about to you and that's perfectly fine. But I think the way a Charlie Brown Christmas addresses the Christmas theme really connects with me. It really does. I'm going to be controversial and say it is the one good expressly religious, you know what I mean? Like moment in a, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like there's so many Christians out there. I'm just going to be honest who are like, the reason for the season is Jesus. The reason for the season is Jesus. Like all you need to do is have a kid read Luke two, read scripture. Yeah, yeah, that's powerful. It's so powerful. Like we don't need to get in like this weird, you know, like a lot of movies. I feel like Christmas movies that try to get into the, spiritual plane are very like we've forgotten and i'm like yeah it's not the it's i know that's kind of like it's still like a search for meaning but that that isn't how it feels in charlie brown christmas it's like 
no, the, you know, oh, you don't know? It's this. It's this good, mm. like, and, and I, I agree with what you said, Brandon. Like, I feel like even, like, you know, if you're a Christian or not, like, there's a hope in that message. Yeah. You know what I mean? Of just, like, good news for all, like, peace to the world. You know what I mean? Like, it's... It's powerful. Yeah. Uh, well, on the flip is afterwards when he goes and, and gets the tree and they all like decorate it. And mm-hmm. it's like kind of the community of, of Christmas and, and things like that. Um, you know, my family, we didn't really, I don't want to say we didn't celebrate, but like we didn't decorate or, you know, when I turned 14, we, we stopped putting up a tree and, and things like that. Like it just wasn't something that we were doing anymore. And, um, this past Christmas celebrating with my fiance and her family, they go all out and there were like three Christmas trees Mm -hmm. and you know, all this other, all these other things, but they just like went so hard into that, into the, uh, you know, like big family meal and like, you know, the big, we're waking up at six and like, we're watching the kids open presents and, and stuff like that. And again, I, that's, you know, not the most important thing, but I, I do think that like the coming together and the celebrating together is it's a really beautiful element of the season. And, you know, it is something that's easy to, you know, like for me, I, I don't have time to put up a tree. I don't have yeah. time to, you know, decorate. I don't have time to do all this stuff. But like if you set aside the time to do those little things, and those little traditions, there can be a lot of like beauty in that too. Well, and that's the big thing is that it's the tradition. It, it just make mm-hmm. making any, like making something, anything special, you know, mm-hmm. especially with, you know, my, my kids now it's not like they have like a little um, Fisher price nativity set. And we, mm-hmm. and it's not like part of the regular toys. We put it away with the Christmas stuff and we get it back out and it's like, it's new and fresh every time we get it out, you know? So just like something, um, something special. It doesn't, doesn't have to be, you know, 3000 lights and it doesn't have to be all that. It just, I don't know any, yeah. anything. No, I hear what you're saying. It's, it's like, you know, somewhere in my memory, Christmas joys all around me you know living in my memory all the music all the magic yeah. all the family home here with me mm-hmm. i think there's something too uh to kind of take it back to the movie um of like when he picks that shabby little tree yeah yeah like i think the movie maybe is suggesting like he picked a tree that re- like reflects himself like maybe the way he feels or it could be something of the movie saying like Christmas is found in unexpected places. Yeah. I like that too. You know what I mean? And especially like as a, as a believer, last thing I'll say about that is like, that is the heart of the Christmas story to me Mm -hmm. of like, you know, this hope being found somewhere unexpectedly. Um, so, so yeah, it just, I think it's such a tight movie that just kind of like, there's also at my heart every time. Yeah. There's also a little bit of in the tree lot, all of the other trees are aluminum and bright colors. I think there's something to the last real tree in that lot, like the last Mm -hmm. real piece of Christmas, um, you know, distilling it down to something iconic, like a Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. Um, I do love though, when he takes it, you know, he's heard Linus's good news and he takes it back and he sets it down outside of Snoopy's doghouse, And he has one more Charlie Brown moment when he puts mm-hmm. the ornament on and it, 
I've killed it. And it's just, I love how there's still like that little bit of, yeah, but he's still Charlie Brown. You know, like there's, yeah. there's just yeah. that little bit left. And, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I, I eat all that up every time I watch it. I try to, I try to not watch it a ton because I want it to be, you know, um, I want to be as excited about it every time I see it, but, uh, it's, it's definitely one that is, is it's probably my favorite Christmas movie. And, um, it just really kind of just makes me slow down, you know, especially Mm. right now, especially right now. Can Mm. I admit something? Okay. Yeah. This is my second time watching it. Oh man. Wow. Holy Mm -hmm. moly. When was the first time? Uh, when I was living with Mitch. Okay. Oh my gosh. Wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what, what has that been like for you? Like since you didn't grow up with it, I grew up with all the other stuff so like it was the flavor i was familiar with but i mean yeah it's just one of those things where it it has such like i was saying earlier it has such a reputation that you almost like turn it on and expect you know and then i was lifted up from my seat and into the realm but it doesn't do that it's just like you know Hey, it's simple. it's it's like what I love about like Winnie the Pooh. It's like mm-hmm. you know, hey, we're just we're just hanging out. Like you're just hanging out with these characters that you like, and you're in your living life with them. And you know, we're in, we're out. But you know, maybe maybe you'll take something. And yeah, it's just it's just good. Yeah, yeah. It's very it's very simple, so powerful. And I think if you try to make it more than that, you you do get yourself into look because I, I do remember feeling like the Linus recitation is the sermon on the Mount. And it's like, <laughs> you know, like I remember feeling that way about it. Like it's that, mm-hmm. you know, epic of a, but you know, it's just, it's just simple and good and wholesome, heartwarming. It's also cross generational in a way that few things are mm-hmm. It's yeah, because it's that. quality messaging. Yeah. I'm as excited to watch these as my kids are. So it's, it's something else. Do your dance, Charlie Brown. Yeah. Do your dance. I feel like we should end the episode with a little bit of a send off of some sort. This, you know, this isn't goodbye, but we kind of just stopped recording new content for a long time and we decided this was a good time to maybe turn off the mics for a while of course zach's still going with with uh, his podcast godfellas but uh just kind of put a i don't know if you want to call it a semicolon or a dot 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 or a what at the end of is it really for a while but it's been a great three years that's how we've made it three years guys that's yeah. Wow. yeah not to get too emotional here but why not i think when we started doing the show i i had just left ohio and yeah. mitch had just left where he was living and i think we were all in the process of starting new chapters so for me like having this is kind of like an anchor to reality in a way of mm-hmm. like you know like I don't know, I don't know what's happening in my, in my life. Everything's crazy, but my you know my big anchor is that like I get to hop on the mic you know mm-hmm. once a week or so and like talk to my best friends about like just just movie stuff you know about you know pretty much inconsequential movie stuff. But I get to do it with my friends, and then you know going into uh, a global pandemic and, and all yeah. this other stuff. Just like in you know so much everything is crazy it's for me it's been really beautiful to have this like well i get to talk to like my two best friends all the time about like 
Batman or, or Twister or whatever. So, you know, it's a, it's, it's bittersweet, you know, and uh, I think it's, it's time to, you know, kind of move forward, but this has just been a, a wonderful experience. Yeah. It was always going to be sad to close the door. We knew that it would, would happen eventually, but yeah, it is kind of a, a little bit of a sad moment, but yeah, I'm grateful for it too. And it was, um, for me, most of all, the show was a way of staying connected to you two. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and I've appreciated that. I mean, Zach, you and I have been very good friends for a close while. Brandon, we've been good buddies, but I feel like our friendship has grown much more deep mm-hmm. over the last couple of years as well, because I've just gotten to know you so much better. Um, and same, Zach, with, with us as well. But um, yeah, it's just been, it's been a gift. I think I was telling... I was telling Mitch, you know, this has provided an opportunity for me to invite you guys into my home and mm-hmm. be a part of my family. You know, I have a lot of different friends, but if I were to name all of my friends to my kids, they wouldn't know who I was talking about until I would get to Mr. Mitch and Mr. Zach. They know you guys, you know, like mm. you, you have been a part, I mean, shoot, we've been doing this as old, like my twins are the same age as this podcast. So it's, it's crazy to think, you know, when we started this, like we, like we just had the twins, you know, and it was, it was like such a chaotic turmoil time in my life, but I had this steady thing. I could really sink some energy in. It was an outlet for me. And for me personally, I got to a point where I, I don't know if I had anything left to say about movies. <laughs> and I, you know, it's, I think the one thing that we said throughout the whole ride was as soon as this stops being fun, as soon as this stops becoming, as soon as this doesn't feel like a hobby and it feels like a job or a chore, we should shut the mics off. We should stop. And I won't say we got we got to that point. I'll just say that we, you know, it, it became increasingly our our lives got crazier and busier, yeah. and uh, we just got to a point where it's like, hey, let's stop while we're still on talking terms, and we're you know, like, and we still enjoy it. Like, I feel like mm-hmm. I was still enjoying myself on on you know in our last. Uh, the last when we finished up, we did the uh, favorite movie, uh, favorite movie episodes. I loved that. Yeah, yeah. and when and yeah. this is an episode that we had talked about doing for three years since you know? day one. We, yeah, we were try <laughs> we tried to do it that first Christmas. We were going to do a Christmas Eve like special sneaky drop, and yep. it was like uh, no one wants to edit a podcast right now and it's like time yeah it's like (laughs) hey perfectly fine and so we kind of kicked it kicked it kicked it i'm so glad we finally got to do it this feels like a great way to you know at least hit the pause button this chapter yeah yeah yeah, in this Mm -hmm. chapter i feel good about saying you haven't seen the end of us but i don't know we'll see we're on sabbatical yeah yeah my my heart also behind you know when we started the podcast was i want there to be a safe place for people to say, I like fan four stick with miles Teller. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I like, An I unpopular want popular opinion, perhaps. Hey, sure. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, or like, I think Casablanca sucks. I was like, I want there to be a space for people to say that without the internet jumping down their throat. Right. Hence the real lounge. It's still up and running and we'll continue to do stuff in there. Also, you know, watch parties, live events, uh, that'll still hopefully be a community where we can, uh, engage with art in, 
a non-toxic manner. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. That's always been like the, the great gift, you know, just community, whether it's w- with you guys or with, you know, people I've met through the podcast. I mean, mm-hmm. we've we've met a whole bunch of people I really like just by yeah. doing this podcast. So that's really cool. Mm. And and if you ever miss the boys, you know, just head on over to, to that other show and, and you'll probably find them there. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> now, frequent collaborator and guest on um, on Godfellas. Yes. Yeah. A disciple, if you will. A oh. Jesus freak. Oh, my. Oh, A no. Godfellow. A Godfellow. Yes. 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 An adherent. Mm. Oh, a lay team. Re- okay, got real done. salvationist on us. Yeah, I forgot that that's just Salvation Army who says adherence. Oh boy, mm. a lay member. Uh, goodness. Well, guys, I love you. I love you, and I love you. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas. You know, of all the real boy ho, podcasts, ho, ho. this is the real boysiest. <laughs> Very true. 